Hey everyone, so this is just going to be a, a quick little thing from me. Um, I'm actually in Ecuador. I came here on a medical mission and I wanted to talk just about this amazing location that we went to as a group yesterday um, and how it relates to my story that I've been working on for the last couple of years. But really quickly, just an explanation for why I'm in Ecuador. I'm with a medical group that does a lot of work here and in other South American and Central American countries. The organization is called Blanca's House. It was founded by this wonderful man who who grew up here in Ecuador, in Guayaquil. And he eventually moved to the U.S. to become a, a nurse anesthetist. I think that's how you pronounce it, I'm not sure. Um, but he, he comes back and he actually developed a medical clinic here. Um, his cousins, who are also in the medical profession, run it, they organize it. So it's not just, you know, a U.S. team that comes in and leaves. It, they're also training an Ecuadorian team who, you know, keeps up the good work throughout the year. So, you know, we've talked a lot in geography classes about um, just some of the shortcomings of nonprofits going into other places, imposing kind of their ideals on others, and I mean, not really addressing the issues that these people actually face. A lot of the times, um, groups will come in and they'll say like, oh, you need this, this will help you. And they end up just hurting the people they're trying to help even more. So, you know, this is, um, in class we talked a little bit about agrarian reform um, and like the Gates Foundation, for example, going in and kind of making, um, you know, bringing in like certain technologies and practices intending to help people. Um, I think we, we talked a little bit about India in class and these farmers ultimately, a lot of them, you know, became bankrupt because they just couldn't afford to farm in the ways that they were being told they should farm in. So this is not what, you know, Blanca's house is amazing and they don't do that. Um, and it's just incredible to see this non-for-profit run by this man who, who lived in Ecuador. He grew up here. Um, and he's giving back to his community. He knows what the community wants. He's talking to the community. Um, members of the community are, are leaders in this organization. So it's incredible to just, you know, witness that and be a part of that. Um, and I really, you know, I, I highly recommend if you can donate to them, every little bit helps. Um, I wouldn't be asking if I hadn't experienced this firsthand and I knew just how amazing they are. So definitely check them out. They are really just superb. But on to creative writing for a moment, the thing that I wanted to, to talk to you about. Um, I don't know if this is necessarily, I mean, this isn't advice um, or any helpful tips. It's just something that's really amazing that I experienced yesterday. So we've, I mean, we've been working like 13 hour sh shifts in the medical center for basically all week. 
Um, yesterday we ended a little bit early and we had time to go and see some of some of the city. So we went to this place called Las, Pena, Las, Las Peñas, the steps. And it's basically this hill that there's a community there, there's houses, there's shops, there's a church at the top and a lighthouse. But the cool thing is there's no road to get up there. You have to walk up this really cool staircase. There's like around 430 steps. I meant to take a picture at the top step. They're all labeled, like they have the number step um, on the on the side of it. But I forgot to take a picture, so I don't remember exactly how many steps there were. But there were over 400. The last picture I have was 422, and there were more steps. But the it just really reminded me of, you know, the book that we're workshopping that I wrote, that we're going through little by little, um, you know, me and Izzy. It's based off of this idea I had back in 10th grade. So about, I want to say like seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, of this community, this post-apocalyptic community that they all moved to a mountain. And there's different layers to the mountain because like I really want to explore, you know, the social, um, different social classes and economic classes and division, exclusion, and all that, how, how communities are structured. And the main thing about this community, this mountain community, was that the main thoroughfare is a staircase. It's a spiraling staircase, which is not quite like this one, um, that goes around, it loops around the entire mountain. And there's, I mean, there's other sections of the staircase that go a little bit straighter or, or to the side. But it's, you know, it's based around the staircase. Um, and it was just incredible seeing something that so closely resembled that. I mean, even in my world, this mountain, the top is where like the council lives who rules over the city and they, they exist in this golden colored building. I don't know if it's actually gold or not, but at the top of Las Peñas, the church that was there was literally <laughs> not quite gold, but it was a yellow color. And in my head, I just imagined it as, as being like this golden council building almost. It was just really, it was unexpected <laughs> and really just neat. And it's definitely given me some ideas of how to kind of really imagine this place that's in my head. Because for me, a lot of, a lot of writers and a lot of readers will say, you know, they imagine these things so clearly in their head. They have a very specific idea of what everything looks like. And that just isn't the case for me. You know, growing up, like, I mean, Harry Potter was my thing in third grade. And I had no, no conception of what Harry and his friends looked like. I, I don't know what they sound like in my head. Um, 
And you can argue, you know, it's the movies and the actors and they influence so many of us. And I would agree with you, except for the fact that this is this crosses over into basically every story I've ever read. I really just struggle to imagine them in my head. I mean, I love them and I think they're super interesting. But I think for me, it's easier to imagine or to think about them more critically and like in this geographical framework you know not again not like the physical geography and imagining like where things are spaced but just like the the more of the political social cultural geography aspects of these places so it was you know for me just walking into this actual real place that you know it didn't entirely resemble the the city that I wanted to that I want to make for my story um you know there weren't any giant walls that divide each layer of the mountain um obviously a church is a very different place than this like golden council building but despite it being different in a lot of ways I think it really helped me see how exactly the buildings fit into the mountain how the staircase really works without making it seem like just you know some staircase that was like plastered onto the side of a mountain but is like built into it so a lot of just like the physics the dynamics of of the space were super interesting to see and even just seeing how the people who were walking around and and doing stuff there i think it can it helped me see like how how people just move through these spaces in a very physical way you know there was a kid playing soccer with with a police officer on the on a flat section i guess like a a, a landing of in between like some of the steps where it was wider and there was more space to move around but there's still this constant i guess danger of the ball the soccer ball falling off the stairs and like the kid needing to run all the way down to get it or maybe the police officer would that'd be funny so yeah i just i i guess my point is I don't know if I have a point, but, you know, for me, it's just really helpful. I didn't come here, like, expecting to see this. But I think it's helpful when you're moving through, through your world, through your community, through whatever spaces you walk through. If you're also just struggling, like me, to just imagine this other world that's inside your head. You know, just keep your eye out on the things that are around you and, like, take your inspiration from them. It is totally okay to to completely just take things that you've seen in your life and work them into your story. Yeah, I think it's just so much easier for me when things are, like, based off of of real things to really get into the right mindset to write about them it's just it's so much <laughs> easier simpler 
for me just to like instead of relying on my imagination to create all these places I still rely on my imagination to come up with like the the general ideas like trying to figure out exactly like oh what does it look like to get off of the staircase like are there areas that you know these horizontal layers that are flatter um what does that even look like how do you make a break in that staircase seeing seeing this really helped me just imagine what my own imaginary city can be like so that's about it you know i hope you're all well i'm i'm leaving ecuador today and going back home it's been incredible yeah i watched a lot of surgeries and helped the medical professionals i was in a post op room for for 5 days primarily it takes a special someone to be in medicine and that you know i i could never do it <laughs> i i was in awe of all that they did but totally just out of my comfort zone <laughs> so i'm excited to go back and to finish up my current job and eventually go and and you know teach environmental stuff in in Cape Cod and and not be in an operating room anytime soon that's it hope you all have a wonderful day and thank you for for listening bye